There comes a point in our lives when we strive to define our true meaning and purpose. Many of us move through our existence day after day, living through the same cycles and patterns that leave us feeling unfulfilled and searching for more. For those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every moment, to redefine how we perceive the truths of our reality so we can live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every day. Are you living? Are you killing time? What's going on, everyone out there? How you been living? I myself, I've been doing pretty good. Actually, when I put things into perspective, um, things are actually going pretty great. They could be going better. Absolutely. Not going to deny that one at all. Um, But here we are. I'm recording this in late August of 2021. And, you know, it's approaching the end of the summer. And I have to say, it's been one of the most uneventful summers of my entire life. There's been a lot of hardships, a lot of challenges, a lot of periods of growth. But overall, I really think it's been great. And I'm grateful to be at that perspective because in the last several weeks, I definitely have not been there. I've definitely been beating a different drum. I've ended up in a space here at the tail end of it all. And I've fully accepted all of these experiences for what they are. Um, And that's usually what happens. You know, we go through these tough times in life. And of course, it's tough when we're going through it. But Once we finally find the value in the lesson that we're going through, we come out the other side and just say, oh, okay, there it is. You know, um, we have to see it for what it is. And I haven't exactly seen all of this as a loss or a win. Uh, I've moved and transitioned into a state of being where I just kind of feel like it is what it is. And that's all that it is. You know, we often judge a period of our life as good or bad. Um, when it's all relative, really, I mean, you know, you think about it, it, 80 degree water feels warm when it's compared to 50 degree water and it 80 degree water is cool when it's compared to something that's like 110 degrees. All of it is a matter of a point of reference from where we're giving it. And I've, I've gotten into a state lately where I've viewed every circumstance, all these things that are going on in my life, every person I've had to deal with every interaction as more of a divine connection to whatever it is that I'm experiencing. And I have to say, you know, that amount of fulfillment and peace that comes with it is absolutely amazing. And I'll talk about that and how I got there in a few minutes in hopes that maybe you can get there too, because this is, again, something that's just bubbled up. A lot of people are coming to me saying, You know, how can I find the value of this circumstance and that circumstance? Because it's kind of been of a hot topic lately. Um, And so I'm hoping if any of you are listening to this episode, you'll be able to gain some value and maybe find that place that I have been able to find. It's taken a couple of weeks. I mean, just a few weeks ago from recording this episode, uh, absolutely down about all the things that are happening. So I'm grateful to be at the, the perspective that I'm at right now because it's 
definitely changed everything. It's immensely transformed how I'm approaching life. The, the growth that I've felt through it all, it's been, it's been amazing, you know, and I have to say that growth has come from me sort of being MIA lately. I've been out of touch. I've been out of doing regular episodes, been out of touch of doing social media stuff, which isn't that irregular for me. A lot of you who are probably following the show and who follow some of the social media stuff, there's periods where I'll get busy and then I'm not busy and I'm not as active on there just because so much is going on. This time, it was because it was the self-work that I was doing that took me away from it all. I knew I had to unplug. I knew I had to get away from everything because of the momentum that I had going to negative places and the negative mindset that was coming from it all. Um, but, you know, I'm taking a lot of time off from everything, whether it's work, political stuff, all of the things that I've had going on. And that's all okay. You know, so I'll mention that right from the get-go because for a lot of people who are really highly driven, you feel like you have to constantly be doing something. You have to be putting something out. You have to be grinding away because of the competition you have with yourself or someone else or whatever goals that you've set. But if you're not bringing the best version of yourself to the world, then what sort of product are you bringing out there? So that's one thing I had to put in perspective myself. All the interactions that I was having, no matter where I was, I wasn't bringing the heart into it. I wasn't bringing good versions of myself over to anybody. So I unplugged. I had to just basically get myself to a place where I could just integrate everything that was going on with me so that I could figure it all out and figure out how to change that trajectory. And that's all part of this process. And it really allowed me to approach my everyday life ever since. And it's only, I'm going to say it's only been like about four or five days on the backside of some of that deep reflection and where I felt myself definitely shift to a much better state. So it's only been a few days, but I mean, wow, what a different way to approach life. And now I'm able to come back to my regular life going forward in a whole different way. You know, you have a lot more focus and from there on forward, obviously if things change in a trajectory, you're able to move forward with a little bit more excitement because things aren't constantly backsliding on you. When you move through the lives that all of us are living, it's usually rushing from one thing to the next. You have a million things to juggle and so many different things that happen in between the things that you're juggling. Um, you know, you're putting up your shields around people. You're constantly deflecting negativity and we're watching what we say. You know, we have the social media distractions and everything else that's going on in our life that's taking away the energy that we have. We don't often get enough to enough energy to, to refill ourselves and use some of that energy to actually work on ourselves. We're so, bu so busy working on things for other people or working on other people that sometimes we just don't put in that work ourselves. No matter how much growth you've had, no matter where you stand, no matter what sort of master or guru or whatever it is that you feel like you are, you still have to take that time. You're not done learning. You will learn till the day you die. So don't ever think that you've reached some sort of perspective, this, this high peak that you don't have to learn anymore. You know, you don't have to do these, these self-care type things. You absolutely do. It's critical. 
And if you're ever reaching a point where you don't think you have to, you, it's probably a point where you really should reflect some of the most. I felt like at a certain point that my life was slowly starting to break me down and I was spiraling to something that was just a negative place. Now, it wasn't because things were all going bad, but I was really focusing on the negative things that were going on. Every time something bad happened, I'm like, oh, there's another bad thing. There's another bad thing. And I've talked about that so many times of where our perspective is. That's sort of the focus our our awareness goes on and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I stepped out. I said, you know, F it. I need my time to meet. And I spent a considerable amount of time alone with myself, with my thoughts, no phone, no distractions. And I have to say, it, it's been absolutely amazing. But when I did that, I was able to really focus on everything that was going on. And all those things that I was viewing as negative or positive, I was finding value in all of it. There was so much just coming at me all at once, like I'm sure it is for all of you. It's just real hard to process all of it because it comes in so fast. But every one of those things, everything that comes at you in life, they all have some sort of divine connection. They had some sort of purpose of being in your life. So if you don't take the time to look at them, reflect, see what it taught you, then it just becomes overwhelming and it almost doesn't serve any purpose to us at all other than beating us down even more. So I knew that I had to put the brakes on it and take that time to integrate all of those things that had happened recently. And I know that's a place that most of you probably are coming from right now, or at least you've been there before. I feel like this is one of those traps that so many people fall into and in what's happening in their reality. You know, a few crappy things start to happen in a row and we start to beat that drum of, you know, this this isn't going good and this is my luck and we get caught in this, this downslide since that's the energy that's been coming at us and that's now what we're bringing to the table. So when this happens to you, do you find yourself saying, is this happening to me or is this happening for me? And we'll dive into that in just a minute. One great sponsor I wanted to talk about is our new partner, Organifi. I've been taking their supplements and products for several months now. And I have to say, after trying so many things over the years, these products are truly life-changing. I'm someone who doesn't allow anything into my body that is not of the highest quality. And this company goes above and beyond to certify the purity of their products many, many times over. It is just an amazing company with amazing people and an outstanding mission, and I couldn't be happier to support them. For the warmer months, I am all about the green juice. It's a micronutrient-dense mix of some of the most powerful superfoods on the planet. I use this amazing stuff in combination with several other fresh greens to make a powerhouse drink to start off my day every single day. Check this out and all of their amazing products at OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. SHOP.com. And if you find something you want to check out, use the coupon code Live This Life, all one word, to save 15% off of your purchase. So let me back up for a moment and share where I'm coming from and why. So I mentioned a few times in recent months and recent episodes about how we're really not able to go anywhere this summer. You know, we're in a situation where we just can't leave home, and that's just real hard for us. On top of the fact that my son is is 13, he's, he's on the age of turning 14 in the next week. So having our family vacations is 
not only one of the most enjoyable, it's probably the most enjoyable experience I get in my life. As a family man, as a man who never had a, a family vacation with mom and dad, it was just something I never had. It's something that I dreamed of having for my family. So it's it's something that I just get some of the most enjoyment out of because it's almost something that I get to heal that was missing out of my childhood. And now not having that experience on the tail end of my son's childhood, it's just another hard circumstance. And then I have that that FOMO where I just don't like missing out on things. And that's just making it even harder. Uh, I mean, I missed out on so much for so many years, just being so driven in career and everything that I'm just trying to get everything out of life from the point where I realized all that moving forward. So missing out on anything is really hard. And being home all summer is just not something I'm used to. But we finally were able to make plans at a certain point and go somewhere. And we got a new car a few months ago before summer started. So we were able to just travel. We had a couple cars that were quite a few years old and we were just kind of like trying to live you know, minimalist kind of lifestyle without going out and getting car payments. But we broke down and had to finally do it. Dropped a ton of money on down payments so they'd be low car payments. And then all of a sudden, a tree falls on our brand new Jeep Cherokee that we only had for a few months. And now it's out of commission. It's being repaired likely. Hopefully it'll be back to us soon. But that on top of a few other smaller things, work-wise and stuff I won't bore you with, but you can see how it's easy to look at the whole situation and be like, this isn't living life. This feels like a fraud because I'm out there telling people how to, you know, they got to get out there and live your life and enjoy life and not see it as a struggle. And here I am literally living every day like it's a struggle. And that was the narrative that I was telling. And what's hard about everything that I'm doing, all the stuff that you do when you're in the social media spotlight and you start to, you know, I'm a very private person in my, my past. So doing a lot of this stuff, being out there and putting your life out there publicly, it's tough. On top of that, you feel like you always have to put your best image forward. Like you're not allowed to have bad days. You're not allowed to not put things out there that are uplifting and, and super enlightening. And that's tough. You know, life isn't that way. It's not all sunshine and rainbows and smiles and perfect abs and all that other stuff. None of those things were going on in my life, though. Like none of the things that I was trying to look for that could have been something where I'm like, ah, this is a blessing. This is providence. I wasn't really having any of those things show up. It was all the opposite, or at least that's the narrative that I was telling. So instead of looking at every one of these negative circumstances one after another, I had to look at them and say to myself, what's going on here and what's the value? Now, in every one of those moments, especially for those of you who are starting on a path of self-discovery, in those moments when you're trying to find purpose and you're trying to find the deeper spiritual connections to everything in life, you know, you're out there, you're trying to find God or source and Every one of the things and people and, and circumstances that happens in your life, you're trying to find that deep connection within those things and everything around you. It's really hard. It's really hard, especially towards the beginning of that journey. Now, we're all in this cause and effect world. You know, we're in this, this uh, action and reaction type of thing. And when things happen to us, we immediately react and we don't often take time to reflect on what our actions actually, the actions that we took, what 
did that signify for where I'm at in my life? When someone comes at you all rude and negative, how do you react to them? Do you viscerally react with sort of an egoic reaction? Or do you try and neutralize it and try and get it to just go downstream, turn the person's attitude around? It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to be in the moment and react in the way that maybe you wanted to when you started off on this path and you were able to digest it for a couple days and go, oh, you know, I could have been a little bit better. I could have been a little more patient with that person, with my kid, whoever it was. You get closer to the moments until you're eventually in the moment and you're able to react in a way where you're like, yeah, yeah, I nailed that one. That wasn't the easiest circumstance to deal with, but I nailed it. That's all part of this learning process. You know, as we start to look at the value of these circumstances in our lives and how we react to them, we can start to learn so much about the way they're reacting, the way that we are reacting to it. And then therefore, what comes to us as a direct result of those reactions, you know, other people's reactions, the, the sort of the vibrations we set out there in our lives that sometimes makes more things come to us of a pleasant sense or the opposite, what comes to us when we're constantly beating the drum of that struggle. Oh, what was me? A, tr a tree fell on my car. That's just my luck. And then boom, we're confirming that kind of stuff. We might not see the value in some of those things. And we might not see them for the you know, days, months, or years afterwards. But the thing is, we always have to know that they're there. These things may not be happening to us, that they're happening for us. And it takes a long time to shift into that. But once you do, that's when your life will start to shift. You know, we weren't able to go on this trip. We were going to go to my brother's house. We haven't been out there in a couple of years. And literally the day before we were supposed to leave, boom, the tree falls on our, our car. And on top of that, my dad was actually going to drive out there a couple hours away. And it was going to be kind of nice. My brother, my dad, you know, we we're all going to kind of be there. And we weren't able to go. And it was like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, we can't go on these vacations. And then we finally are able to book just a short trip just to go to my brother's house. And then it, that gets ruined. But on the plus side, one of the positives that came out of it was some of the things that we did that weekend we wouldn't have been able to do if we would have taken the trip on top of that. My brother and my father were able to kind of reconnect. They don't see each other very often. I know they don't chat very often. And I know that that was a great circumstance. I talked to my father afterwards. So that had a little bit of a different purpose in it. Maybe that's why it happened. Who knows? You know, maybe that was it. Maybe there's more to discover. But as long as we're constantly trying to find the value like that in those circumstances, eventually we'll find it and we'll recognize when it shows up and it's going to have so much meaning when it does. So many so many of those circumstances have come up in my life and I can look back on some of the hardest times and reflect and say, yeah, that sucked. Yeah, I don't want to go through it again. But I wouldn't trade whatever that happened because it had to happen the way that it did. What happens from that point though is that these things tend to come to us. Those realizations come to us faster. Instead of months and years, it takes days and weeks. And eventually, you know, the masters find it in the moment because that's all they're ever currently living in. So to get myself there, I had to slow it all down. I had to get rid of the distractions and start to reflect. And there it was. The reason why we didn't go anywhere is because 
that whole circumstance was designed to really get us, my wife and I, to reflect on what we had here in this area around us. So we've had these chats lately. We've had this dream of, of maybe setting up something to do a retreat here on our epic property out here in Western Massachusetts. Um, you've probably seen uh, on a lot of the social different, uh, different social media pages um, for Live This Life. If you haven't, go join them on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we put a lot of stuff up there of the places that we go and the things that we do, just the different things we do to enjoy life. And I really try to capture it as much as I can. And really the purpose is to test out what this retreat would look like for people. So we go out there and we do these things. And because we haven't been able to go on our vacations, we've been doing some of those local things a little bit more often, especially since now we only we're down to one vehicle that's not very reliable. So we got to kind of stay close to home. And, you know, our, our vision for this whole thing was to really connect with people and have them come from a point in their lives where I kind of felt like I was in the past few months. Things are down, their their momentum is downward. They just don't know where they are. They need to put the brakes on something. They need to escape, they need to pause, and they need to just have a connection and reflection time period. A place where they can basically go and find themselves and find their life, you know, tune into what it's all about. Get out there in nature, have some high vibe experiences, really good talks, really good experiences, and do all the stuff that helps you experience joy in life to the 10th degree. You know, whitewater rafting, tree canopy zip lines, hiking, beaches, kayaking, mountain biking, fishing, amazing views. Literally, we live in like the middle of heaven because every one of those things is within an arm's reach around us if it's not part of the property that we have here. And the universe was like, hey, you want people to come here and experience all this stuff and go find themselves. Well, you go do first. You got to get out there and actually walk the walk before you have anybody else come and do it. So we did. And now I'm on the other side of that experience and I'm like, wow, you know, really this is what it's all about. You know, I've had more calm and more bliss and more amazing feelings than I think I've ever had at the end of a vacation season, at the end of a summer. And really all of it was just through doing the things that I normally do, but being more present in them, being there more purposefully and trying to put myself in those experiences from where Maybe somebody who has to live in a tiny apartment in the city, take a subway to their job, sit in a cubicle, and come back just to, to be in the middle of all of that, and they don't get the chance to escape. You know, I'm living the dream life that some people would pay to go on vacation for, and that's what changed a lot of it for me. You know, we just have to change that perspective. At first, I was kicking the can down the road because I was trying to compare what I have here as my normal life that I obviously have been taking for granted and compare it to Cape Cod, you know, the, the vacation, the, the peach paradise that we have right down the road from us, our normal ocean vacation. But there is no comparison to that place. It's not fair to. But really, on the other side of it all, there is a comparison because it's just another level of good in my life. Just like what I mentioned before, what is good? Well, it's just kind of like what is hot and what is cold. It's all a matter of perspective. They're relative to each other. So we have things here to compare to something that's great, I guess. And in many other people's books, they don't get to experience any of it. They'd be like, yeah, I'll take a taste of 
any of that for a minute. And here I was complaining that that's all I had. You know, I guess I have to have the perspective of maybe something really bad in life to really snap me out of it. And that got put in my awareness. And I'll move this, I'll move past this part really quick because it is a, a pretty big downer. Um, but the current events of things going on in the world, primarily Afghanistan right now, um, you know, I, I saw a video very brief of people on a runway trying to cling on to the side of a C-130 plane to escape the country. And they were risking their lives. The people were, were hanging onto the side of this plane as it took off. They got up in the sky. Some people fell and it was just horrific stuff. And these people were literally risking their lives and gave their lives to get a glimpse of the life that I'm literally complaining about. The same life that you might be unhappy with. People died trying to get the chance to live it. And I guess I needed that for a minute to shift my perspective. It was an extreme example, but I guess that's what needed to happen. You know, and that video didn't come to me by, uh, you know, I was searching it out. It came to me by chance. It came up because I was meant to see it. And now I was reminded of the perspective that I was, I guess, really needing to see. And I had to take it all in and digest it all. And it's a shame it took something that graphic to snap me out of where I was and back into this reality. But it's true and it's real. And from there, I realized that, okay, I'm obviously so out of touch like a spoiled child that I don't realize what I have and what I don't have that I need time to pause and reflect on it all. So I did just that and I journaled a lot and I was able to see things for what they were, what was happening for me this summer rather than what the universe was dumping on me instead. And you see, I learned through this time, one of the more unpleasant of the two different ways that we can learn things in life. There's Ken Show and Satori. Now, if you're not familiar with those terms, if you picture a line like a stock market graph, the upward trends are Satori. It's growth in our lives through upward motion. Being in the flow of things, things are good, things are great, and we're, we're experiencing some joy and, and great things coming into our lives from that upward trend. Then, obviously, what goes up must come down. But those trends can go on for a really long time. You know, if you, you have good intentions and you're grateful toward it all, those can go on for a really long stretch of time. You know, those, those periods of Satori can go on for a while without anything else coming in. But then sometimes, inevitably, we have the Kensho moments. That's when, you know, we're at the bottom of those dips that you get on the stock market graph. Those Kensho moments are growths through temporary pain. But as we talked about many times, what we focus on can pervade our lives. So sometimes we get stuck in those Kensho moments. You know, we start shaking our fist at the sky and not letting it go, not letting that moment just kind of come past, take it in for what it is and go back into story. Sometimes we'll just keep on having those Kensho moments by focusing on them and not letting them go. And then we bring more of them on because that's where our focus and awareness is. And that was exactly where I was before I put the brakes on. So to break out of that, break out of the cycle and start another upward cycle, I had to recognize first that I was, of course, in a Kensho moment and then pause and reflect on what was going on and why and what it taught me. And then turn my attention from there to all the other stuff that I had going on that I could be grateful for. 
The other things that didn't involve missing vacation time or, you know, having a tree land on my brand new car. Something I haven't had in six years, by the way, but still, it was it was a really tough challenge. Nevertheless, like, how can I really screw with Heath right now? Well, I'm going to have him spend a whole ton of money on a vehicle, have him totally appreciate it, wax the thing up like twice a week, not let anybody get in there with their shoes on, for Christ's sake, and, and then drop a tree on it. And it, it just, it was what it was. It was that powerful of a lesson. But it was that lesson that was needed so that I could get out there and start to build more of the things that I said I wanted. And I wouldn't have had those experiences. I wouldn't have had the time available to get out there and actually put some of the dreams that I say I wanted in my life to the test and start building that momentum. And that momentum has been on overdrive ever since all of that happened. And now there's a momentum going that's likely not going to get slowed down. There's a lot of exciting things. I don't like to announce anything before something's inked on paper and the results are there. So I'll share more of it when it comes up down the road. But I feel like everything that happened, all the circumstances of this summer, has finally set us up for the great things to come. And it's just a mirror reflection of all the other things that have happened in my life. Some of the things that I thought were like the worst things ever tended to be the best things that never happened. The restaurant that we were going to buy, and and we ended up being like $300,000 deep into this potential project that started off as just something small and simple, was the greatest blessing ever. After I did all my research, it was a scary prospect. It was something I'd never been into. But I realized after the fact that all the things I love to do, the exploring, the adventuring, the times with my family, I would have never had those things ever again if I would have bought a business as demanding on your time as a restaurant. So it's the best thing that never happened because it led to so many other great things in my life after that didn't show up. So I just have to trust that what's going on this summer is setting up what's coming in the future and being more in this moment right now, I think I'm seeing the building blocks that are being set up. So it's, it's exciting. It's great to see it happen. Most importantly, One of the best things that happened this summer was me just being able to enjoy time with my wife. Last summer, she was so sick. Like the whole year, she was so sick. And I swear, guys, I thought I was going to lose her. You know, I was was pretty calm about it. I didn't talk about it with people much at all. I didn't focus on it on the show. I brought it up a few times. But there were nights when I would just cry in my den alone because I thought I was living my last months with her. I was I was really scared that she wasn't going to make it, and I was trying not to focus on it. And it was a very tough circumstance. But now, this summer, we were able to go on all these adventures with each other and do all the things that we were able to do. We haven't been able to do them in the last like two years. But now we're back to all that stuff, and she's back to her old self. And it's it's just something that you just can't money can't buy it. No experiences can buy it. And I think that was another reason for it all. But the pause and reflection and the appreciation of all those little things are what was most important. You know, it's what brought me back into the moments of now was just the appreciation of it all. Being back in the now and everything that those moments we've experienced this summer brought me to such a higher state. And it's amazing. It helps, of course, that I have this amazing person to share those moments with. But, you know, if you haven't seen some of those social media things, go check them out. But I try and post stuff on there of the, the adventures and the places that we have and the things that we've done this summer. 
in one of those scenes, uh, I was actually in the middle of the river catching crayfish um, just on a whim. And we're out there like up to our waists in this river. And she's like, hey, just stop for a second and just breathe this in. Close your eyes and breathe this in. So I did. You know, I sat there in the middle of this river, my eyes closed, and I just listened to the water and I felt the warm air and felt the sun and the silence of the nature. And I remember her saying, just breathe in summer. And I just did for like a good solid minute. And it was so magic. I hadn't been in that moment of now that deep in so long. And it was just one of the first moments in a while that I had where I was that deeply into the moment. So if you haven't done that, if you find yourself in one of those cycles right now or any time in the future, put the brakes on immediately. Get out to the middle of nowhere. Just take that time and get away from it all. Leave the world behind and just get to a place where you can lose yourself in nature, where you don't have somewhere to go. You don't have a time frame. You're just there till you're done being there. Go somewhere and just lose yourself in that. And when you lose yourself, that's usually when you can find yourself again. At some point, we're going to have that here where we are to offer. We're going to have some really cool stuff on the horizon. You know, we live out at the end of a dirt road, a mile out in the woods, cut into a mountainside practically, surrounded by streams and waterfalls and a sunset view over the valley every night. It's literally magic. And for all those people in those Kensho cycles who can't seem to get out of it all, this will be the place to do it. But until then, go find that place yourself. Find somewhere as close as you possibly can, wherever you can find it. It's necessary to put the brakes on that downward cycle. Those moments that you just can't seem to break out of. We live in these unnatural lives, just in unnatural light, in these polluted cityscapes where nothing surrounds us except for you know buildings and pavement and vehicles and other people. That's not natural. That's not what we were brought into in this world. The natural environment is where you can actually go and connect and ground yourself all over again. So do it, you know, and once you do, you'll find that once you can kind of connect to it all, you can find the value in a lot of those tough experiences that you've probably been going through, all those things that have been weighing you down. You're able to find yourself again and just reconnect to the now. And then when you're finally putting the brakes on it all and you're in the now moments and you can look at the value of the negative things, and you kind of appreciate them, you can then change that momentum. You can get an upward momentum and those moments of upward momentum more frequently, and those can lift you to the new heights. It works. It's a recipe that works. It's worked for me just recently, and I guess it's tough. It's tough to kind of picture like it's that simple, but it really is. And I just know that when I find myself in another one of these cycles, I'm going to follow this recipe again, and I'm just going to make sure that I do it on a regular basis. So I don't get into those tough moments. I mean, I'd rather do this as a maintenance thing. I mean, who wants to have to go to the gym after they've put on 50 pounds? Wouldn't you rather just kind of consistently go to the gym and just stay in good shape instead of having to kind of balloon out and lose it all and balloon out and lose it all? I mean, I always use athletics as a metaphor, but it's true. I've, I've been one of those people who've done that, you know, in my past, I'd, I'd kind of go through periods where I'd work out really hard and then it would just fall off for a little while. The maintenance of it all is so important. And now that I know the value of putting the brakes on it all and just connecting to everything that I've got going on and me at my core, 
and getting out in nature and just doing all of those things to appreciate the good and the bad moments and take it all in and reflect knowing what comes out of the other side is just invaluable. So I can't tell you enough how important it is and to go do it yourself. And align with this, as much work as this might actually sound like, and I'll say it over and over again, make sure that you journal things that are happening in your life. If you have significant down points, journal them. Highlights, put those down too. Specific interactions that you felt Maybe like unjustified uh, with other people, like things that people were rude to you. Someone cut you off. Um, you don't matter what it is. Those circumstances where you felt like you could have done better. You were short with someone else. Those moments that you were not at your highest, put those all down along with the good ones. You know how good you treated someone, how compassionate you were, how you helped a certain person, how great you maybe made someone feel. And go back and read those and remind yourself of all those emotions because our memories are so short. You know, we experience so much stuff day in and day out that we sometimes forget of the things that we grow through on a daily basis. So having those references is so valuable because you get reminded of those good times and hard times and you're able to look back and reincorporate the value in all of it. Dedicate a 10-minute practice at the end of your day. Cut your screen time down, maybe 10 minutes. Turn off the TV, put down the phone. Do this for yourself. It's just as important as anything else you would do. I had the uh, screen timer on my phone. I activated all the, the, the app on my phone to keep track of my screen time. And I significantly cut down how much I've been on my phone with that reminder. Because uh, it's addicting, it is. But in all reality, we only have 86,400 seconds in a day. And if we treat them like currency, because they really are, they're more valuable than money. Every one of those minutes, we want to spend them up because you can't carry them forward into the next day. They don't accumulate. Um, you can't carry them over to, to tomorrow. So spend them all up and spend them wisely. Invest in yourself. Invest in those seconds in the best way possible and by tuning out the things that really don't matter and tuning into the things that are going to advance your life you're going to find you're you're going to be getting a huge return on your investment and that's the way it works people i know from experience and i swear if i could just share a glimpse of the emotions that were going through this mind weeks ago compared to where they are now it's invaluable. So everything I'm talking about today, it, it's what worked for me. I hope it works for you. I'm going to leave you with the perfect song on this one from Eula. This one's from 2020, and it's called Lost. When you get lost like I was, find yourself in that flow that gets you to the bigger heights by slowing down and reflecting. Remember, you're a work in progress. We all are. Keep living.